We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio this uh, morning. We will uh, look at a couple things out of Neil's mailbag today. We'll talk Ole Miss and Tulane, including Tulane uh, going quite throwback with some football helmets on uh, on Saturday, some stickers on the back of the helmet, a lot of stuff going on with the uh, with the wave this weekend as they head to Oxford. We will also uh, play our weekly interview with Chance Campbell, Ole Miss linebacker that's had quite the uh, first two games in an Ole Miss uniform. So we'll uh, talk to Chance here in a little bit on the show. That's also in our YouTube if you would like to just go watch that at some point there as well. Tell your friends, send it out in email chains, social media, all the ways that we connect with one another other than actually having to speak to one another or see each other face-to-face in today's society. So do that with uh, Chase Campbell. You think it's overrated? You're perfectly fine with your time period versus like the 1920s where you had no choice but to see somebody face-to-face? I grow more and more comfortable with it every day. Okay. You have no issue with the FaceTimes and the different things if you have to actually look somebody in the eye? No. I'm good. Okay. Go there. I know that's I know that's, no, no, der- that's all. It's deranged. I, I acknowledge that I'm probably developing a, an, a, a disorder, but if I'm being completely honest, <laughs> I'm cool. Okay. We'll uh, continue that in a second. First, about Oxford, the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Lunch specials, 569, two sides, bread, 32-ounce drinks. Download the Speed Pass Plus app. You can do that. You can earn points and save money there with the Blue Sky locations throughout Mississippi. And they have the self-checkout going here locally in Oxford. So if there's a line with, uh, with the uh, clerk behind the counter, don't worry about it. Take care of it yourself there at the Oxford Exxon. Again, it's coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. Right to the bottom line, no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop it around or you can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters uh, Music and Food on the Square in Oxford would be a uh, perfect place for you to hang out this weekend. 
You're heading into town. Um, Ole Miss doesn't play till seven. Games start at eleven. Be a great place to grab a burger, a po' boy, other appetizers, great beer selection, full bar, the whole deal. They're at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford, also in New Albany, and then Rafters on the Water at Sardis as well. So you've got what the one hat and the one shirt for Pitching Ninja? Is that what you've you've, you've procured and purchased to this point? I think or you that's got multiple right. things? No, I think that's right. I have one hat and one shirt. I bought the same hat you did in one of those flash sales, but and I think that there was some trick about if you put something else in the cart or something to make sure I was in. So I ended up buying Carly Ann the same shirt you have on just to buy another item. And I don't, oh. but there was some sort of I had a plot behind that. Like I think that the goal was to go ahead and get a cart built. Be so in when the those cart. hats, so you could just add. Actually, literally, I already had all the credit card stuff in, so then I just added the hat and hit send to well, make sure was I was in smart. the first one hundred people. That's actually pretty smart. Yeah, so I just bought like a huge shirt to go with. Yeah, with the thing. I'm sure, she like, appreciated it. I, she's worn it like two or three times. Yeah, and yeah, she's fine. She's really fin- finicky about what clothes she wears, even at five years old, which kind of scares me a little she's bit. A female. Um, she has to pick out clothes the night before. Okay, like, at least but, that's organized. Oh, it's completely organized. I mean, really, it's not the worst thing in the world because you just next morning you're grabbing it and whatever. But anyway, so you could live with the fourteen-year-old boy who most every day it's, "Hey, does anyone know where my cleats are?" Oh, really? I mean, generally know where okay. the cleats are, but it's so, somewhat disorganized. Yeah, I go up to Carson's room at some point after this show mm-hmm. and straighten it to some degree mm-hmm. to protect him in case Laura were to go up there and have the eruption. That makes sense. You're 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 preempting you're 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 preempting the potential issue, and I'm beginning to sense that that he appreciates it. I mean, I think at first he didn't like me going into his room and straightening it because it was an invasion of his privacy, but I think now he he understands that it's a somewhat protective thing, <laughs> and he there's an allied nature to it. A yeah, little I think bit so. He, I think there's a little kinda... bit of a yeah. He's it's okay. There's a scheme here. So yeah. it's funny you said that because I. I would rather text or talk to somebody in person. I don't really know why, but I absolutely hate FaceTime. There's something about FaceTime that just feels like if if you feel the need to FaceTime me, just call me. Like I don't need to look at you. Just 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 call me on the phone. But and who let's all do FaceTimes it. you? Hardly anybody. But I just like even. I mean, the only person that ever FaceTimes me is Caroline. Even Campbell just calls. Does she? Yeah. Okay. I could see that. I Caroline. See, yeah. Caroline will FaceTime. I could see Caroline being the one of the two to do the FaceTime. And of thing. the two, so Campbell will call, and it's just a real quick. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, my answer is always. She doesn't need a 120 minute conversation. No, my answer is I have a really boring life. Uh-huh. I don't do anything. What are you doing? And she'll take me through her day. And then that's. And I'm like, that's cool. Who are you doing that? What are you going? What are you going to do tonight? Whatever. And then it's okay. Well, I just wanted to say hi, and it's like, okay, see you later. Now Caroline will call via FaceTime, and she'll just want to hang out with you, like walk you around the dorm. Hey, I'm going to go do my laundry. And an hour later... Oh, really? An hour later, you're still on the phone with her, and it's just... She's chatty. Yeah. So I'm... She's the only person I FaceTime with. And, like, if Carson's not here, it's two words. I mean, even, like, my, my, my mother FaceTimes Carly Ann. Like, I... I, I don't want to be involved. Like here, y'all just take it somewhere. And like, if you have, if you want to talk to me, don't hand me the phone on Facetime. Just hang up and call me. Like I have a I have a weird nervous tick about it. Just no thanks. I'm I'm good. But anyway, 
surprise FaceTimes. Yeah, I mean, who? Well, you just don't answer them. Well, yeah, you're not obligated to hit the I mean, button. I have people that try to FaceTime me. Stop and then call them back. And I just don't answer it. Just yeah. let it ring. Yeah, that's They'll an, figure that, it out. That's an invasion if you don't know it's kind of like. Uh, you're, yeah. You're, you're not obligated to answer the FaceTime. Do you really need to see me? It doesn't help productivity. No. Just because you're face-to-face or anything along those. Oh, the. Yeah, the accidental group conversation FaceTime is kind of funny. I never actually have gotten snuck into one where I've been on it. I just get the like the where they did it, but nobody actually clicks on it. Like it just ends up in the group text, and that's and 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 that's it. Well, I, I got I answered it the other day because I noticed that everybody else was on it, and I was concerned that something must have happened. Oh, really? And I was on the Peloton, and I'm like, what? And everybody's just talking. I'm like, is this important? It's not? Okay, see ya. So they actually just got on and were talking, even though it was, it was an, an accident. accident. And they ended up having like a conversation about what people were wearing and oh, really? whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not like an Apple Shield doors, but at the same time, we have some internet issue. Are we okay? Uh, it says we're not receiving enough video. Yeah, I know. It still okay, though. Appear to be okay. Okay. Um, if we have fix, issues, people tell us. It usually fixes itself. Okay. That's not one we see a ton, though. So that I've never seen little, that one before. That one made me a little nervous when it popped up. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not like an Apple shill or anything, but I will say I I do prefer everybody to have like the blue iMessage pop up. Like there are some connectivity issues across. When somebody's an Android person, that 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 I'm not judging, but I do feel like we're we're on different wavelengths as far as how this works necessarily. So, I mean, the ability that the ability that Apple has had to basically put a monopoly on the market to some extent is fairly amazing and scary and all sorts of uh, all sorts of things. Didn't they come out with an Apple 13 yesterday? Came out an Apple 13, and apparently there is an update that is pretty substantial and important for all of our iPhones because of like some government level spyware stuff that they they would like for us to avoid. So apparently like avoid or get into, well, apparently some man is really watching and we need to do some (laughs) updates. I don't know, but I've done it on my phone. I haven't done it on my computer Um, because I'm not very good about updates. All right. We're, we're back to excellent connections. Whatever happened, it fixed itself. Anyway, all right. Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about today, what we're doing. Um, Tulane's uniform. We like uniforms around here. Tulane. Uh, they announced what suit they're wearing? Because the helmet, I actually kind of really like. Did you like the old school helmet? I appreciate. When they do things like that. The effort that went into, hey, we're going to have a little fun. We're going to troll a little bit here. It, But is it really even trolling? Like, I don't even know that it's trolling. Playful it's, trolling. Is it? Okay, here's my question. It's not disrespect. Right, it's well, having some fun. So before we start this, Tulane wearing a white helmet, and their logo on their helmet is from the 1945 to 1960 season, somewhere in there. I'm, I'm probably off on the years by a few years, but you get the gist. When they were in the league, um, it is a cartoon football player carrying a Tulane flag. So technically he is waving like the wave actually works there for uh, he's the flag is waving in the, yeah. in, in the logo, very old school design. And then on the back, they have um, a sticker of their helmets that says sec champs. 
and the three years that they won the SEC, and it's something like 36, 39, and 46 or something like that. Um, I have not seen their actual uniforms. I, I do really appreciate the effort a lot. Um, typically, it's like a Thursday release on the uniforms. SEC champs, 1934, okay. 39, and 49. Okay. And then they've got the American... Yeah, they're normal stuff they have to put on the back of their helmets. What is the P6? Is they saying the American makes them the Power 6? That's correct, yes. Is that a new thing? Uh, I don't know. It used to be a Danny White thing when he was at UCF. Maybe they've adopted that as a conference. But, yeah, that's been a marketing ploy for uh, for for the American. Okay. No uniform release yet? No. No. The last, the last thing they've got, they're practicing at Legion Field yesterday. They, so, but they, they already had all that order prior to Kiffin making those comments on Monday, right? I mean, this is not something related to the week. There's no way you're getting. You wouldn't be able to turn that around yeah. that quick. I mean, obviously you wouldn't the logo, but I mean, even the stickers. Right. No, you wouldn't be able to get that. They were turn- planning this anyway. Hey, we're playing an SEC team on the road. Let's have some fun. Yeah. I mean, God forbid it'd be fun. Well, I mean, look. And again, I have a friend that is over their marketing stuff, but they're really good. I mean, they're, Tulane is is playful in some of the best ways in college athletics on uniforms and taking advantage of their goofy looking mascot and all that kind of stuff. I mean, they they they, they do a good job with it. And there's a fairly heated uniform debate on our message board right now because of somebody coming on it first saying that Tulane suits were ugly, and then somebody coming on right below that and saying that they would be happy to change all colors and insignias with Tulane if they would like to swap with Ole Miss. Um, Absolutely. And that's going on and on and on down the page. Is anyone, I mean. I mean, there's a few arguments because red, white, and blue is such an, such an easy color pattern that fits so many different things. It, it and does. I completely understand that. But in many ways, for Mississippi, the blue and the green, I mean, I've been down this road with everybody <laughs> a gazillion times. <laughs> it makes so much sense. It's the easy fix that just makes it all eventually go away. Catfish. If you can't be the Rebels at some point, start adopting this thing that you can move in. So if you were the czar and said, hey, we get to completely reset, you would pick out, you, you would be happy if you were could do that for Ole Miss and be the wave with powder blue and green and white. If you told me that was like, hey, yeah. Now, is that ever going to happen? No, no, no. Of I just mean, not. if you could go back to 1920, yes. you could just swap it out right then and go, nope, we're going to be green oh, and, and eliminate, powder. Oh, and, absolutely. It'd be over. And we're going to be the wave. Yeah, and, and never have all the problems that you had. Hey, we got a river and we got the coast. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, em, we'll, we'll, we'll make that work. Embrace the river. Embrace the delta and the, all that stuff. and Absolutely. Because where I give Tulane credit on their suits is they do powder well, like Ole Miss does powder well, and also... They don't go cra- like in a lot of smaller schools do this. They mm-hmm. don't go crazy on those weird fourth and fifth colors where you end up looking like the Seattle Seahawks when they put too much neon green in something. Like they keep very accented on mm-hmm. the colors that aren't appealing, and then they're able to go, okay, no, this this works. This is this is good with the white, yeah. the the white and the powder and the, the the shade of green that they use. And yeah, don't come out in all black. No, 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 no. It's not no. what we do. We're 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 right here. And they have two fantastic alternate logos with the big cartoon wave and 
the old school you like T with the wave in the middle of the T. Yeah. I actually really like that logo a lot. I know. So, yeah, it's it has the chance if both teams will cooperate to be a really good uniform game. So on, on, when on I do Saturday the night. graphics, I'm build graphics a little bit just for the pregame and postgame shows. It's not a big deal. But you go look at other schools like Louisville, when Ole Miss played Louisville. Louisville has all sorts of really cool brands. Tulane has all sorts of really cool brands. Austin P had nothing. Did they not? Not much. You had the A and the P. Yeah. So look at look ahead down the schedule. This is I mean, this is kind of an Ole Miss thing. Ole Miss gets Alabama after this. They've got great brands. They get Arkansas after that. Great brands. Tennessee, LSU, Auburn. I don't know about Liberty. Frankly, I don't know much about Texas A and M's branding. I mean, there, you know, you could do some stuff when you don't have a mascot. It's just so hard. And Ole Miss doesn't really have a mascot because if you go search Ole Miss brands, you don't, you don't run into the shark much. Well, no, their problem on Google and searches is you still come up with so many Colonel Rebels. They hadn't been able to flush the internet. Well, it's the, just what what I get when I go search is just the script. Yeah, a lot of script. Just the ton of script, 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 which is fine. The script looks good. That's not yeah. my point. My point is, is when you don't have a mascot that you can brand in a number of ways, like Tulane can take the wave and turn the wave into a person. He looks kind of like Gumby, but I mean, yeah, I, I use this example reluctantly because I, people get mad about it. But like when I'm in Fayetteville, I'll notice all the different ways they use the Razorback, the hog. Mm-hmm. They have him holding a baseball bat, and they call it the Omahogs or whatever. And they have yeah. him playing basketball, and they have, you can do things with an animated Big Al. Can Auburn's genius with Aubie? Mm-hmm. They Aubie can be eight thousand different things. When you don't have a mascot and you just have script letters, what, what do you do with them? They're just there. And from a branding standpoint, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, would I would I trade? Absolutely. Speaking right? of, they, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. And it, it works really well for the program, too, that's kind of on the fringes of, of, of any kind of real notoriety nationally. I mean, they're in the American, which is a good conference, and we'll see what the American does. But, I mean, nobody goes, oh, Tulane, look, national program. I mean, come on, that's no, not a thing. Not. So, I mean, God, getting out of the league. What just, a, what a just, colossal F up. Oh, my God. I mean, it changes everything. Because you could at least been a better Vanderbilt. Oh sure, they would have had a lot more. Sure, and it would have been a fun road trip for everybody. Everybody likes, everybody likes to go to New Orleans for two days. Not everybody wants to go to New Orleans for two months, but two days. <laughs> like I get New Orleans five six days, and I'm I'm, I'm done. Oh, that's way too get long. Me out. I mean, I, I. But two days, sure. In. Yeah, it's anything more than about for sure three nights, and I'm like, okay, like itching a little bit like it's time yeah. to it's time to get moving i mean yeah. even even sugar bowl week we were there like eight nights it's like okay i'm ready to go home. Oh, i was ready to go home i'm done like yeah. that's that's i was toast by the end and i i didn't like go out every night i wasn't going crazy or anything but just well no by the last three or four nights i wasn't going anywhere yeah i was hanging out in my room what'd you do new year's eve that night night before the game y'all went to some restaurant that you really really liked you had like a was it like redfish or something yeah laura work? came down that was when her back was killing her um we went out somewhere. She left on. Did she leave on New Year's Eve or something? I don't, I don't remember. remember. I just watched. Did you? I watched a football game, if I recall, in my room. 
Oklahoma, Michigan. No, Oklahoma, somebody, Clemson. And then it was Alabama, Michigan State. That sounds about right. Because Alabama beat the hell out of Michigan State. That that was still back when I could run two hours on a treadmill. Yeah. I wouldn't watch the first half of one of those games on a treadmill. Yeah, I, I remember catching whatever, whatever that little bar was, like right around from the hotel there. Um, anyway, I was saying that uh, Brian has a podcast up this morning, Rippy Writes. It's in our feed. He talked to uh, Tulane beat writer Gary Smith. So uh, any updates on Tulane's travel plan? Let me like get this out now while y'all are here. In the event that this uh, – Stream. stream pops will restart another stream. Just hang tight, but it's it's fighting trying to hang on. So, yeah, as of right now, we're okay, but we are getting a little more issue than we uh, we typically would. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure what's uh, what's what's going on there. I don't know what because I'm getting. I mean, my connectivity is fine, but for some reason, YouTube is acting a little. Uh, yeah, I think it's a YouTube thing. They t- they've been more buggy lately. Mm-hmm. Been for sure. Been a little more buggy. Imagine um, what do it when I when I have all that stuff on Thursday and I'm trying terrified. to oh it's just I, I'm I'm a nervous wreck for three and a half hours yeah so we'll uh, play our interview with Chance Campbell here in a uh, in a couple minutes go ahead and let you hear from uh, Chance this week as the Rebels get ready for uh, for Tulane as always that brought to you by the Rogue every single week and uh, we'll get that to you in a second first day about Community Mortgage Oxford Memphis Soto County and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understands your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We're also brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with a taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. Quality, fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. Think you have what it takes to bring people together and provide a memorable game day experience? Visit 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland to join their team today. Walk-On's Bistro, more than a restaurant. Also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. I enter the promo code REBELGROVE and get 35% discount on any products from the site. Free shipping on $100 or more. Uh, Muddy Water has several new products on the site now, and their brand-new Muddy Water Lady Camo Apparel is out as well. Go to MuddyWaterOutdoors.com, promo code REBELGROVE. While you have Rebel Grove cut and pasted for your uh, promo codes, go to DeadSoxy.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE there at checkout for 25% off your entire order of the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Ole Miss and uh, Tulane Saturday at 7. Still time to uh, set up tailgating through 7 South. They provide the equipment, secure the spot, and set up everything for you. They offer unloading assistance, food and beverage delivery, and much more. Single-game packages are available for non-league games like Tulane, $225 per per game, I should say, or uh, $325 per game for SEC games. It's 7southtailgating.com, 662-321-1682. And while you're in the Grove, you want to make sure that you – you know, kind of take care of yourself a little bit. So uh, you want to use those Game Changer patches. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patches used before or while you drink, and the overtime patches used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Try the patches and enter to win at GameChangerPatch.com. Enter promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. 
Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. G&M, they're on South Lamar in Oxford, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync free prescriptions the same day each month to make one trip there or one delivery and get all the medicine you need when you need it. With Rightway Meds, they individually package the medication if you need that as well into certain doses so whether it be tyson drugs on the square in holly springs or g and m on south lamar and oxford give them a call for your community pharmacy needs 662-236-2222 now we'll go to neil's weekly interview with chance campbell brought to you by the rogue chance campbell oldest linebacker joins us as he always does each week his uh, visit brought to you by the rogue the Rogue 4450, I-55 North in Jackson, also the Rogue.com. All the latest gear, the college gears on the way, by the way. Um, I was talking to Luke Abney the other day at the Rogue. I know they had some supply issues like just about every other industry in the world these days. But the uh, college gear, like what Chance is wearing right now, headed there in a matter of days. So uh, check that out at the Rogue, the Rogue.com. Again, 4450, I-55 North in Jackson. Chance, how are you? Good, man. I'm good. Um, let's start here because I'm curious. Uh, you, 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 we've talked to, we've established. You came to Ole Miss, kind of sight unseen. Uh, you, you got here uh, in the summer and all that stuff. I'm sure you've heard a lot about traditions and that kind of thing. And I know you're a guy that appreciates the traditions of the college game. Um, you know, you've seen some of them in the Big Ten, and now you got to to participate in the one at Ole Miss with the Walk of Champions and and all of that from not really having any idea what that was like because you'd never seen it from the other perspective. What was that kind of like? Take me through that a little bit. Yeah, that was nuts. Um, I know, I mean, I, it was pretty recent, so I remember it pretty well. Um, but I remember pulling up on the bus, and we had, some, we had something, I, I can't even say similar, but at Maryland we had, we called it our turf walk. And so you'd pull up, and then right before the stadium, maybe for about 20 yards, you'd have fans that lined up and, and saw you, but as you pulled up towards the campus, like you could see a bunch of people like walking. And so when this time for the walk of champions, the whole mess, I was like, we're driving around campus. I was like, I don't really see a lot of people. Like I was thinking to myself, I was like, I heard a lot about the walk of champions. And I don't, I don't know. I'm sure that they're, they're somewhere, they're somewhere. Well, we pulled up and like, that's where they all were. No one was kind of straggling on campus. Like everybody felt like everybody in Mississippi was there. Like that was wild. Um, it's just cool to see like a town that and like a bunch of people who like care so much about football. Like you keep walking, and I'm like, all right, it's gonna die down. It's gonna die down, and it just doesn't. Like it just goes on and on, and that was that was really cool. Yeah, that was for a non-league game. I, it'll be <laughs> it'll be more intense than that when I guess Arkansas comes to town in a few weeks, and LSU uh, comes to town later in October. Those will be. I hate to be the guy that says you haven't seen anything yet, but you probably haven't quite exactly seen like like it will ultimately be. So that that's kind of neat. Um, getting to play in Vaught anyway as a, as in, in a game, home game. No, you've scrimmaged in there and that kind of thing. There's nothing like playing in a game. What was this kind of the game day like to see a full student section and all that? Yeah, that was cool. There, I mean, people were out like full force. That was the. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Like the. The dress deal is a little bit different for, for the Southern Gators. Like, what way? Uh, like, you had the, like the dudes with, like, the college shirts, and the, the girls are in, like, dresses. So that was kind of funny. Like, that was a different deal. But, I mean, it was packed, and that was really cool. And then um, the stadium kind of reminded me of, like, Raven Stadium back at home, like, with all the light 
light stuff that they do. Like they had the fireworks shooting out and like the lights that would run up and down when you would score. And like, that was really cool. It was just like super interactive. You got a fumble recovery in the game. Um, how often do you like envision a ball just where you, where you don't have to land on it, where you can scoop and score? I know you did that once uh, last year at Maryland. That's That's got to be always in the back of your mind that if I get a chance to get the ball in my hand, I want to run with it. Yeah, I was like, I kind of popped up and I wasn't super pumped because my first thought was I, I should have tried to scoop it. Like, I know, like, um, like there was a little hectic down there, but I definitely had the time to like to pick the ball up and try to do something with it. So I like saw it and then kind of jumped on it because I saw we had like trouble getting it. And then I popped up and I was like, ah, I should have tried to do something. <laughs> I thought I saw when you popped up, you looked kind of maybe irritated at yourself. I figured that's yeah. what it Yeah. Yeah. Um, in all in all, I mean, I know those are those are hard games to take a lot out of. You, you, you guys had a really quick turnaround. Um, you know, what do you have like two two practices last week? I mean, you, you know, it was one of those games where you're, you're just going to show up and play the game. All in all, did you feel like you guys made some progress on defense, given you know just kind of the circumstances of two games in basically five days? Yeah, I mean, I think we showed um, like at times that, like that we did the right things. Um, I think we. We played a little bit better for longer for, for a period, but I think there's, I don't know, it's good. I, I know I wasn't super pumped with what we ended up doing. I think a lot of guys I wanted to do more, and I always think that that's a good thing, um, like wanting more and expecting more of yourself. So I think that was a good attitude to have. So, like, while we're obviously happy to come with when anytime you can win a college football game, that's a big deal. Um, and we hit like some of the, like some of the things we looked up we looked to to get in the game. I think guys wanted to clean a lot of that up. So that's a that's a good attitude I think to have, especially going into this Tulane team that's that's really talented. Yeah, I was about to ask you about Tulane. I mean, obviously it wasn't that long ago that Tulane gave Oklahoma all that Oklahoma wanted. Whether the rankings at this point are right or not, who knows? I mean, you guys are ranked number seventeen, and I'm sure in your mind you think you guys are better than that. Oklahoma's ranked third or fourth, whether they're actually the third or fourth best team, we'll find out over the course of the next few weeks. But uh, Tulane gave them all they wanted that day. What that Pratt's a very good quarterback. They've got some weapons. I know they sort of they're very familiar with their scheme with Fritz and everything. What do you what do you see out of them when you kind of look at them on on a, on look at their defense on film? Yeah, no, they do they do a lot. They hit you a lot of volume. Um, I meant mean offense on film, by the way. Yeah. I apologize. No, yeah, they're they're really well versed. Uh, you talked about they had a really talented quarterback there. Um, we had a really good freshman season and it's clearly improved, which is saying a lot because he had a really good year. Um, I think they're led by him. He's like a high energy guy. Um, they have really talented skill positions and they're solid up front. So they do they do a lot of things really well. So it'll be a really good test for us to see how we stack up. You did media on Monday with the uh, the local media. I was curious. You answered a question about. Tulane with you said you looked at them on film and you could tell they played with a lot of heart when you when you watch film maybe when you see a game on tv and you might have seen some of them in their first game at Oklahoma because you guys didn't play until Monday can you kind of tell when a team has good chemistry when a team likes playing with each other and, and a team has heart and grit and that kind of thing as opposed to when maybe a team you can tell there might be some internal stuff and maybe the hustle or the the focus isn't exactly there yeah, I think it's probably at least for me. It's easier to tell like when in like the positive part than it is the negative part. I think like it's got to be it's for me. It's got to be real negative to pick that out. But for Tulane, like you see guys like finishing blocks. You see like runners trying to finish runs. Um, guys like picking each other up off the ground, getting to the ball. Like 
all those things are like good tells for an offense that that wants to go that wants to attack score points and and get after you so those are things that you know you want from your own offense and then as a defense you recognize and you know that you have a little bit more you got to bring to your game because those guys are doing those things I was curious, Chancey, we've talked a little bit about last season for you at Maryland, for teams everywhere with all the COVID stuff and, you know, the possibility that a season might get shut down. And I think you guys at Maryland did training camp in a hotel, so you can maybe kind of quasi-relate to this, what I'm about to ask. Tulane had uh, the hurricane come through, and obviously they had to relocate. They've been in Birmingham, Alabama for, I don't know, like three weeks now or something like that. Uh, They got good news that they'll play UAB next week at home in New Orleans at their new stadium. But kind of try to put yourself, if you can, in, in their shoes. You know all that goes into being a college football program. How hard would it be to do it from a neutral location, if you will, living living in a hotel, practicing one day at Alabama, one day at a high school, one day at Legion Field? I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's hard to get kind of into a routine like that. How, how difficult do you think that's been on those guys? Yeah, it, it tremendously would be what I would guess. And I have a ton of respect for those guys for what they're doing. I just like you said, like a super small bit of insight into that. Having we got relocated into our hotel a bunch of times uh, because of COVID preseason, and then multiple times during uh, during the season. And then I think I had a I have a buddy who was at Stanford, and when they were having some of the really harsh COVID restrictions out there in California, I think they were on the road for about three weeks, um, and that they didn't have the devastation that they had um, that Tulane has experienced, but like that was really difficult. So I have a tiny bit of an experience of that, but it's not enough to just appreciate what they're doing. Um, That's gotta be really tough. Like not being able to be home. I don't know. I'm sure that those guys are pretty well established on campus in terms of like friends or if they have family around, not being able to see them is tricky. So I know that that's difficult, but definitely something that could like rally a team. And I think you see a little bit of that because those guys are playing hard and looks like they're playing for something a little extra. I meant to ask you, you mentioned your family. I know your family was coming down. What were your family's impressions of, uh, of Ole Miss game day? You had a chance to visit uh, them about it? Yeah, I got to um, I had to see them after the game, which was awesome, and they loved it. it was, it's just a cool place to be. Like, um, the Grove was, like, pretty nuts. I was getting some of the stories from there. Like, God, like people really kind of go all out on those tents. My mom had taken a couple pictures, and that was cool to see. Um, and just people were, like, really friendly, like, inviting you in. And all that, so it was, it was neat. They they were super pumped about it. I know you're pretty football focused, and I don't think you run around and keep the highest profile in the world. That's my that's my guess. But do people around town, around campus, recognize you more now than than maybe they did before the Louisville game? I mean, you've obviously been on the field. You've played I don't know 140 snaps or so in in, in a week of, of two Ole Miss football games. So people have certainly seen you play. Yeah, I don't really do too much around campus. I don't I don't know about that. And then I spend most of my time in the building, and so I see the same people. Um, so that's nice. He's, uh, it's nice to see the same people. So I, I don't really know. I, stay, I try to stay off social media, so I, I don't know. I probably wouldn't be the best person to answer for that, even though I would be, so I don't know. Um, all right, so let's get to the other topic I kind of wanted to, to bring up a little bit. Auburn and Penn State play this week. Um, I know you have some family ties to Penn State with your dad and that kind of thing, and you played in the Big Ten. Um, SEC team coming to a Big Ten team. It would, it would be a big deal here if a Big Ten team was coming. I'm curious, and I know you're not at Penn State, so you can't answer from a Penn State perspective, but you can kind of juxtapose, I think. How big of a deal do you think it is at Penn State and inside that Penn State program to have an, an SEC program coming in 
kind of an opportunity, league versus league, all that stuff, ranked opponents and all that stuff. Yeah, I think that there's, I mean, like just being a college football fan, there's a, there's that conversation of SEC or Big Ten. Um, I think SEC has kind of won that for the last little bit. So I know from from being in the, from my time in the Big Ten, and I, like when you're, wherever you are, you're proud of where you are. So when you're sure. in the Big Ten, you're, you're like, oh, no, nah, like we have some good stuff here too. Um, just like now that I'm in the SEC, I think I've assumed a little bit of that bias. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, now this is the SEC. So it's like, it's funny, just like the viewpoint from wherever you stand, but any like anytime you get someone like that coming to your place, it's cool. It just gives you a little extra something to go into the game with. Cause not that you really need it. Cause those games are, are big anyways, but it's funny cause it's a little bit of bragging rights. And it's like, even though it's just a one-off example, like one SEC team versus one big 10 team. I mean, I'm sure those guys will use it to, to justify why they may be the better conference. And just like Auburn would win it, they'd use that to justify why the SEC is the better conference. So it's fun to get a little bit of bragging rights there. Henry Parrish got asked this on Monday. I'll ask you. It's a, it's a little ways away, but I, and, and I suspect I know the answer, but I'm kind of interested to hear your thought process on it. You guys are uh, – you got Tulane on Saturday. I know you're locked into them. How hard is it not to look ahead a little bit down the road? You're In a couple of weeks, you play the, the team that's ranked number one in the country. The week after that, you've got uh, an Arkansas team that just popped into the, the national polls after beating Texas. They're coming to your place. Is it is it difficult – to stay focused on the task at hand, the week at hand, or is that something that kind of comes naturally when you're inside a program? Yeah, I don't find it really hard. I think um, it's whenever you have a team that is like that you're getting ready to play, whether you're going to them or having them come to you, it's like uh, playing a college football game is a, is a big deal. So I've never really had difficulty like looking at the, the next team. Um, and especially in this, in this instance, the Tulane, Tulane's a, Tulane's a really solid team. I don't know that they always get the credit that they, they deserve. So for me personally, no, it's not very difficult. And I don't, I haven't heard guys talk about it. Like guys are in the locker room are, are all about Tulane this week. And last week it was guys were all about Austin Pitt. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that dudes have their minds in the right place. Last thing, and I'm curious, you, you got to do Walk of Champions. We talked about that. You're going to get to experience a lot of the different SEC traditions and that kind of thing over the course of the of the year. What were some of, of the ones that you experienced? What were some of the Big Ten college football traditions that you got to see up close as a player that, that struck you, whether they were at Maryland or someplace that you guys played when you, you know, hit the road as a Terrapin? Yeah, I think the coolest one for me by far has to be my freshman year we went to Iowa and did the the way of the children's hospital um that was that was super neat because i mean we were in the middle of i mean it was kind of a dog fight like um i i wasn't playing as much defense there as my special teams but our defense was like hammering them out and it was a low score game um so it was like super competitive and then take a break and then you're like oh man like there's some other stuff going on and like just to see how happy those kids were and you could like the stands are right on top of you and so I'd say like they're pretty tall. So the Children's Hospital, it's not like super far away. Like it, like it might be in Michigan where they have that bowl that kind of goes out. Um, like you can you can see the kids. You don't even have to look to the jumbo trial. Like you can see them waving. So that was super neat. That was probably you my can, You can see their faces from the field. Yeah, I mean, like you can't. Um, like I mean, you couldn't like make it out and be like, oh, that's right. whatever. But like you can see like the little kids standing at the wall, like trying to get to the glass window to wave. Um, so like that, that was super cool. Yeah, on, on TV, that always it always kind of hits me in the feels, and it, you, you yeah. know, just to put it in perspective, you got that stadium full of people, and everybody's there having a good time, and 
cheering on the Hawkeyes or cheering on whoever the Hawkeyes are playing. And, and yeah. if you need perspective at a moment, boy, it's right there. No doubt. Um, last thing, did, I, I thought it was a really cool touch for Ole Miss uh, to put the, I know there was a lot of 9-11 um, test, I guess, recognition. And I, th I thought it was a really cool touch by Ole Miss to put the the black mark on the 13-yard the lines, recognizing the 13 Marines. That deep. I know you don't think about it during the game, but when you get a chance to see that during pregame and stuff like that, does it kind of make you feel good that the school you're playing for took a moment to recognize something that had nothing to do with, with Ole Miss football but is a big part of our country? Yeah, 100%. Like, I'm – I'm a super firm believer that we're super lucky to be and like to live in this great country. And I'm, I'm happy that when you're at a university, that's also proud of that. And then honors the people who, who like, let it be that way. Um, so I, like, I remember talking to my parents after like all the stuff that they did. So like we had the flags outside the facility. That was pretty cool. Cause I had seen them. Um, they had, I think it was, they were Blackhawks. They had the Blackhawks coming across that like, we were inside. So we didn't get to see those and that. You probably been nice. Yeah, no, nah, you can hear them. Um, we saw them on there. They did like a little practice, a practice flyover. Um, so we saw those before, but it's just really cool when you see like, I don't know, like I like seeing the military, and then obviously the nine eleven stuff celebrated the way or recognized the way that that I think it should be. So that's like that's a proud spot for me. Chance, as always, really appreciate the visit. Hope you have a great week. Good luck against Tulane, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. All right, thank you. Thank you. Was Chance Campbell brought to you by the Rogue again? Forty-four fifty I fifty-five North in Jackson or the Rogue.com. Also, tell you about Northeast Spark N E S P A R C service people across rural communities. Two packages: the Ignite one hundred Mbps or the Blaze, the Wing Gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. N E Spark dot com six six two two three eight three one five nine. Phone service available. Portal controls, network security, wireless mesh extender, and more. Call the office for details and get the best internet around. Again, 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by Clay McNutt and ACS. They're in Baldwin, Mississippi. Automation and Control Systems LLC is an electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. It's a full-service AutoCAD services provider and a full-service fiber optic cabling solution provider. If you want to learn more, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson, Mississippi. Services the, services the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam and BB are Ole Miss graduates. They pride themselves on hard work and maximizing value for their commercial clients. This week's property spotlight is on the Medical Parkway in Flowood, Mississippi. The Medical Parkway consists of 94 acres situated around the newly opened Sheraton Hotel and Conference Center and newly renovated the Refuge Golf Course. The acreage is ideally positioned between the International Airport and Flowood Medical District, with Jackson Heart and Capital Ortho on site. This is an excellent opportunity for hospital, medical office, professional office, and retail users to position themselves in one of the most vibrant submarkets in Mississippi. So give BB and Sam a call at 601-586-3220 to learn more about the Medical Parkway. 
Blue Delta jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi. One size fits one at bluedeltajeans.com. Go to the, the site, go to the virtual tailor, and you can be measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple of minutes. It's uh, bluedeltajeans.com, promo code REBELGROVE at checkout for 10% off your order. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons in uh, Oxford, Mississippi, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard. Specifically, they've been servicing the Oxford area for almost 75 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. So visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Podcast also brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates for all your real estate needs here in the Oxford area. Nickstanoxford.com, sponsor of my weekly 3 football content item. You can click the link at the top of that story in my signature. Just go to Nick's Tan Oxford Gallery View, List View, talk with an agent and much more. Team of Clay DeWeese, O'Keefe Graham, and many associates to help you here in the Oxford area. I've used them multiple times, and you can give them a shot too. Again, 662-281-1200 or nickstanoxford.com. I mean, you got an Iowa reference out of chance right there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. my gosh. Oh. You, did you Oof. put him up to that, or was that strictly uh, organic as yeah. you guys were talking? It was organic. He might have just seen the helmet behind you, and like it was this sort of subliminal sort messaging. Of, yeah. Something like that? Yeah. I mean, I had to edit out the part where he goes, I just wanted to transfer to Iowa. <laughs> and I'm like, me too. We had to edit that out. I got to, I, I, I could have worn that uniform. Yeah. The the, the, the the black and gold that's a complete and utter Pittsburgh Steelers rip off. I could have worn that. That would have been great. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's fantastic. Somebody wrote like a think piece this morning about Iowa State and was like, are they way overrated? It's like, no, they just lost to Iowa. Like, I don't know. I'm, I, oh, I know. I, I'm like, chill. Week two, week three now, but like play two games. Yeah, just it's gonna be all right. Just relax a minute. I mean, there aren't but like three teams that are national title contenders, if that many. So just relax. Thank God, it's not the NFL where teams have like multiple levels of what success is in college football. I mean, I harp on that, but thank God it's not playoff or bust for 130 football teams. Sure, because I mean, well, when it gets to 12, it's going to be more that way. But that's okay. I mean, th- but that's a huge difference. On sure, suddenly it brings realistically 20 teams into play, but it brings 40 fan bases into play for at least a certain portion sure. of the season, where they at least can. In their head, go, hey, no, what if? I mean, get get a little hot, and you run off this one. Sure. You get by this one, and we can withstand this one. And suddenly, hey, it's it's, sure. it's, it's, it's right there. The more playoffs, the more I mean, Ole Miss would have been in in 14 and 15. Yeah. Well, if – And might have gotten in in eight and been a sack of hell. If they were a 12, if there were a 12-team playoff right now, we would be having a, hey, what do you have to do to get to the playoff conversation? Yeah. Can you withstand this one and this one? This what does this do for you? What does this do? How, how does this stack up? So I got a couple of mailbag questions that I thought were kind of interesting because I was yeah I was about to go to one. So see what you go to here because because they were along those lines. It was kind of like a you're higher on them than a lot of other people. Is that because of you covering them or whatever? And I'm like, no, it's just because I think to me so far they've passed the eye test. And then there was another question along those lines of when will we kind of know what they are? And another few weeks. I I, th- I think the next two weeks are somewhat scripted. Like I think Ole Miss is going to beat Tulane. 
we're dead. Oh. It came back. We'll see if it comes back by itself. But we did die for a second. So we'll give it just a second, guys. I, I don't know, but I looked down and we had no stream at all going. So it says excellent connection right now. Let's see. I'm gonna enter test again. Yeah, maybe we're fine. Maybe it saved itself. But for a brief second, we completely died. So I'm just telling you. Okay. I think we're okay. I think we're all right. All right, go ahead. Someone tell us we're okay. Yeah. It'll someone, be someone, seconds. Someone just say hello. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, and I, I said it's it's the Arkansas game at this point. I mean, I think Ole Miss is going to beat Tulane. We're going to talk about betting lines and stuff. All good. Okay. Um, but they're going to beat Tulane. And I think Ole Miss is going to lose at Alabama. And maybe it'll be by 10 points. Maybe it'll be by 7 points. Maybe it'll be by 17 points. Neither one of those games are going to tell me a whole lot. I mean, I'll, I'll learn some things about this team from those two games. But unless you lose to Tulane or beat Alabama, it's yeah. not changing the overall scope of the season. Exactly. So, if yeah, if they lose to Tulane on Saturday, it's like, whoa, hold up. What's up? And if they beat Alabama, okay, well, now we're having a completely different conversation. But if they beat Tulane and lose to Alabama, okay, you're right where I thought you'd be. Now we start to find out. Because I do think – and I, tell me whether you agree with this. As of this moment – and look, Arkansas has played two games. They were sort of sluggish against Rice, and they played very well against Texas. I do think Arkansas presents some challenges, mm -hmm. but I think it's a game that if Ole Miss is as good as I think Ole Miss is, they, win, they the win the game. Yeah. Maybe they win it by four points. Maybe they win it by ten points. Whatever. But they got but, it out. But they win the game. Sure. So to me, that's the first Saturday that I go, okay, I know something about this team. Either, yep, they've taken a step, or nope, they haven't taken the step. And it's not until then, and that can be frustrating. I, I get it, but for me, I'm just kind of treading water until then. No, it's 100%. It's, Arkansas looks like the ultimate swing thing to keep them on schedule. Maybe even beyond some of those other games because, you know, that's one that we said, hey, if like you said, if they're as good as we think they are, that's when you find a way to win. If Ole Miss loses at Auburn, okay, fine. Like, sure. you know, I, I, okay. I, you know, that's not necessarily dictating what we think about the program at that point. But Arkansas does to some extent. Like for um, Auburn, Auburn fans are going to find out a lot about their team Saturday. They are. Because they've they've whipped Alabama State and Akron, yeah, and you know that's who they were scheduled to play, and they beat the. But we very well could be them. giving them too much credit right now. Sure, I have no sure. idea. Sure, or they might go in there and beat Penn State by ten, and we go, whoa, they're real, they're real, and all of a sudden a game that people are like, oh, you got a real shot here. That now that's a daunting challenge. On the flip side, I think a lot of people, self included, coming into the season thought LSU might be a dogfight. And look, I think LSU, I think LSU's got some trouble. I mean, I've said this, and I'm going to keep saying it because next week we have an open date, and there's a Saturday that we don't have anything to do, and there's a game at 11, and there's a game at 2:30 that I'm dialed in on, yeah, because I think we're going to know a whole lot more about the division next Saturday. Arkansas A and M, LSU, Mississippi. State. Yeah, because if you told me today the Mississippi State beats LSU, I'm not all that surprised, and if that happens, well, it's Whole different. It's a whole different ball game because all of a sudden you have to talk about Mississippi State in a different way, and all of a sudden you have to talk about LSU like it is absolutely gone off the sky rail. What's funny even about this week? And now look, does this matter in any actual sense? No, but from a polling, fan reaction, media re reaction, just kind of perspective, because of what Tulane did to Oklahoma, 
if Ole Miss beats Tulane like I think they can beat Tulane, yeah. they almost kind of get extra credit for it in a yeah. weird way. And if it's sort of close and sort of sluggish and they win, it's still only week three, and they go, well, I mean, they, Oklahoma only beat them 40-35, to 35, so maybe Tulane's just good. Oh, yeah. And then later on when it looks like Tulane's just mediocre, well, our attention spans have gone by oh, the yeah, end, and sure. it's just a W on the schedule. Sure. So, like, Ole Miss is in a weird little no-lose perspective right now as long as they win the football game. Yeah. There's, it's, it's, there, there's no way they can be like, oh, well, they look like hell yesterday. Well, it's like if, if – Mississippi State beats Memphis and then beats LSU, and I'm not saying they will, but if they did, nobody's going to look back and go, "Yeah, but that Louisiana Tech night's over." You, yeah. you, it's you're you're good. It's it's why if, if Texas ends up being crappy, yet Arkansas somehow finds a way to get to eight wins, mm-hmm. no one's over Texas. no one's going to look back and go, "Yeah, but Texas sucked." Yeah, this is not how it works. Maybe it's how it should work, but it's not how it's it works. It's why a lot of teams play four crap non-conference opponents because you're just building wins. I mean, the, the the difference on marketing and the way you're perceived around the country on seven wins versus eight wins is incredible. And a lot of times it's nothing more than, hey, well, they played one more crap team. There's nothing else about the program different at all except Memphis sucked that year, Tulane yeah. sucked that year, yeah. or – NC State couldn't move the ball down the field. I mean, whatever it is, I mean, it's... it's... I, mean, I got to be real. I'm not scheduling real games. And maybe in a 12-game playoff where your non-league schedule really matters. But today? Well, schedule the hard game, and when you lose, just come out and apologize for it. <laughs> and say, I'm sorry we scheduled that. We should not be playing good teams. Were you surprised in that story about Mullins hiring at Florida that Strickland was as honest as he was about I didn't want to take Mississippi State's coach because I knew it would impact my life that he lost friends over this tells me he's very comfortable where he is to the point that there's no looking anywhere around him whatsoever and he feels the ability to do that it also means in his mind he's safe in that it has worked to whatever level he can help that if Mullen leaves, hey, I did the right thing, and if Mullen stays, we're going to win enough to where they're not going to look at me like I'm an idiot here. There was a lot of there was a lot of weird confidence in that that I don't necessarily mean confidence in the traditional sense, but confidence from the standpoint of there's no way you do that if you're at all wondering how you're perceived in your current position. No, I think he's very well respected at Florida. Mm-hmm. I just it was fascinating that he would come out and say. I, I, I did not want to do that to the point of almost sabotaging his own search and then hit a point where he goes, hey, I, 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 I have to go get the dude. I have an obligation to the people that are paying me here. But he knew that it, that was going to impact his life. Can you imagine losing friends ending over, a friendship over a guy hiring your coach hey, you away? you took my coach. He was going to leave for Tennessee if he didn't take your job. Yeah, you want to wear an orange or blue? You knew Mullen was leaving that night. Ole Miss had beaten them in the 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 Breland Sparks Breland Speaks waving game. Yeah, yeah. And fifteen, he's standing out on the field, looking around. You knew he's he's gone. Sorry, no one. Fifteen, seventeen, seventeen. Yeah, looks like no seventeen. So that was the night that that wrapped up the. It did the surge. <laughs> <laughs> the whole bus thing and the whole shooting match. Yeah. Flight scheduled to North Carolina the next day and liaisons <laughs> was, attending as that well. That was Mike Shula night too, right? Yeah. Was that Mike Shula That night? was Mike Shula night. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we were not watching that game um, 100% clear. We'll put it that way. 
<laughs> I'll never forget that call the next morning. I look down and it's your phone. And I'm like, what? And you're like, uh, it's not only, <laughs> but also. <laughs> oh God. Well, yeah, cause you were, we, I was asleep. Well, the next day I met you at the golf course cause we were getting ready for that stupid, that, that fundraiser. Oh yeah. And like, we just kind of stared at one another and went, can you believe that? <laughs> yeah. Like, just much, it was like, <laughs> Yeah, it was the intentionally injuring Nick Fitzgerald night that when they hit his other leg, but somehow the MSU fan base decided that's what was dirty about the uh, the situation. <laughs> and, and Mark makes a good point. Like nothing really surprises me at all with several fan bases in this league, and that no. that, that that is one of them. I don't know that fan base well enough, but yeah, it's 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 smaller and worse credit A and M. I mean, if A and M's a cult, I mean it's 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 it's. It's it's in a similar vein. I mean, because look, we can't. It's impossible to watch Midnight Yell at A and M and come off with anything other than cult. Yes, I mean total. Cult. You change the setting and just the words to the seance, and you have Jamestown. I mean, like it, it, it it's it, 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 Midnight Yell is like, oh my god. I mean, I really need thought bubbles when Jimbo saw his first one that time. Man. When I saw Ross that day in Birmingham, <laughs> I was like, how's it going? He's, he, he knows that I make all the cult jokes. He goes, I just, just running the cult. <laughs> <laughs> Which was funny. I laughed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, and I agree with you, but it's podcast fodder. You, uh, you said you would pick the 15 team to beat the 21 team. Yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that, that might I might have a different opinion in a few weeks, but that team was really good. And at that point, Hugh had really built his program. That was right at the apex. Mm-hmm. That was the that was before he went crashing down. Yeah, and I don't know that Lane's to that place yet. Nah, I could be wrong. There's some signs that they're headed there, but I don't think they're there yet. Team was really good. That team would really put up some points on this team. Yeah, I think. They'd run the ball effectively. I mean, I want to see what this team does against Arkansas, Auburn, LSU. I kind of feel like I know what's coming the next two games. I mean, they've played a mid-level ACC team. And whipped them. Yeah, sure. Destroyed Austin P. For all the talk about pass interference. Look, it's 37 to nothing. Stop. I mean... if you're doing that, you are you're trying too hard. And there are people in our field who try too hard. If you're breaking down the third quarter of a thirty seven to seven game you're, That's on you. You're you're that's on you. That game was over and everyone knew it. Now, this week, I want to see what they do. I want to see how they compete against Alabama. I'm not saying Ole Miss can't beat Alabama, but I'm not banking on it by any stretch of the imagination. Alabama's the best team in the country, I think. But then Arkansas comes in and it gets interesting. There's so many Arkansas is going to beat Georgia Southern on Saturday. And then they get Texas A&M. It's kind of, for them, that goes from being a game that earlier in the year, hey, probably can't win this one. So they're going to go into there thinking, we got a shot. The side plots of our Arkansas Ole Miss, like you said yesterday, that chess match with Barry Odom and Lane Kiffin and Jeff Levy and, frankly, Matt Corral overcoming some demons when he gets on the field with them that day. And then Ole Miss getting – now they would have had Alabama, so we at least know what it looks like. 
but getting such a stern run test there with Ole Miss defensively on trying to stop Arkansas. And, I mean, make sure you account. I mean, it, frankly, they got some practice from Lee Cunningham because K.J. Jefferson is going to run around a little bit. I mean, oh, yeah. Chance is going to be back busy running after K.J. Jefferson that day from a spy standpoint. I mean, that's that's what's coming. It's it's a Kendall Bryles is really good as an offensive coordinator, but it's a very similar plan to what Louisville tried to do with getting the quarterback in some areas and run the football and establish some of those things. You actually can see some of the Jeff Levy ties when you watch Arkansas now. Because this is not the offense that Kendall Bryles runs in his fantasies. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, no, 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 you know, no he no. would spread it out and they're throwing it all over the place. and It's a slog for him. Yeah, this is this is not what he had in mind, but this is what they do best. and Frankly, Kendall got a little greedy the other night. Otherwise, it's a massive blowout because he had Jefferson throw the ball at a time that you didn't need to throw it. And the kid for Texas jumped it. It was a slant route. It was a good play call, but the kid made a bad read. And I don't think he makes very good reads. It's one of the, I think Ole Miss, be, Ole Miss beats them. I think Ole Miss can take away the run game just enough in a way that Texas couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll force him to throw, and I think he'll make mistakes. Yeah, look, that off date is so early. I mean, Ole Miss's October is brutal, but frankly, it just doesn't get easier the rest of the way. I mean, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a a, a tough little task once this thing kicks off in a couple of weeks. The league's good. I mean, you know, look if if Arkansas is going to be better, and Mississippi State's going to be better, and Kentucky's going to be better, well, then it stands to reason that an Ole Miss is going to be better. The league's just good at that point. Well, they are just good. The West is the West is the West does not have a bad team. I mean. We're talking about where the West worst team is possibly LSU. Yeah, and that's just because of coaching disaster. It's not the talent on the field. No, they're. I mean, they're, they're not the least talented team in the in the in, in the division at all. So I mean, no, this is this is this is a bear. Um, but at the moment, at least, it's not changing my uh, thoughts on what I'm expecting. It's not. No, man, it, it's, I it's still, still. I'm. I. I still think Ole Miss's future is pretty bright this year. Mm-hmm. Had some challenges, like I said. I mean, I've heard the people go, "Oh, they're going to just destroy Arkansas." They're just going to <laughs> probably not. Yeah, you know, and we make Tennessee jokes. But Tennessee played Pitt okay. Yeah, they're fine. You know, they're okay. It Pitt, went about and, how I thought it. And go. Pitt's okay. Yeah, Pitt's probably Louisville-ish. And again, it's backup quarterback. Yeah, give Tennessee a little bit of a pass there. So you know that won't be. Most cake thing in the world. No, it's not. They're not going to put a path of roses down there for you for you to no. walk on. And then you know after that, L- up. LSU, Auburn, Liberty. I know, um, but I mean you know A and M. Yeah. I mean King might be back by then. Yeah. Apparently has a broken ankle. Is that correct? I think that's right. Thank God for Vanderbilt. How long does it come back? How long does it take to come back from a broken ankle? It ain't two weeks. No, I mean minimum six, right? I'm guessing. Yes, sure. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, podcast brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com on a Friday, September 17th. Got four different locations for tunes around town in front of the Growler. You got Atlanta Mosley duo, Pocket Park, Davis Cohen, Spring Street, Tony Boyd, Boyd, and around Southern Table, the Blues Doctors. So get some uh, takeout. Get some dessert, wander around the square, and get four different options for some musical entertainment with tunes around town on Friday night. Also, Double Decker Bus Tours, 3 and 4 o'clock on Friday. Still a few spots left to make reservations for that. 
for either time. And remember, if you get an adult ticket, $100 off a pair of blue Delta jeans. So to see events going on today and every day and where to stay and much more, visit OxfordMS.com slash events. Also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air and Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer at 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern at 662-429-4429. College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to uh, Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. We'll have some College Corner Store giveaways tomorrow night on Henry's Guys. So uh, you want to be looking for that. Again, collegecornerstore.com. Also brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. They're also home to the Pinnacle 401K Advisory Services Team. They'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401K plan. Mention uh, mention that you heard about them, and they'll take a little extra care of you. It's mypinwealth.com. Podcast also brought to you in part by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about traveling, maybe you're already thinking about a holiday trip, maybe you're already thinking about next summer, just get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. Let him give you options. And know this, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901 901- Four nine four three three eight seven, or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off the first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that's the place to go. They've got um, per- a great selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles, great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. I've got a mailbag up on the site. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. And we're brought to you by Service Specialists. They sponsor Neil's Picks, which will be up tomorrow. With offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford, Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, contact Service Specialist. If you're a recent grad without much experience, they're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Here's the deal. Mississippi's a small state, and a lot of times, service specialist knows about jobs that never get advertised. So get in touch with them. If you are uh, looking to relocate to Mississippi, if you're looking for a new job, you have some confidentiality concerns, whatever the case may be, no referral fees for those searching for a job either. You've got nothing to lose. So give them a call at 662-832-5138 or go to servicespecialistltd.com. Yeah, um, Darnell was doing the sideline for radio over the weekend. I think he's actually doing it this week too. Because I, I want to say I overheard Richard say he was doing the uh, the two lane broadcast on on Saturday. If I'm wrong, then sorry, Richard. But I want to say I heard him uh, say that for uh, Saturday night. So that game's on ESPN too. So I would assume Darnell doing that as uh, as well. So um, let's see a couple different uh, things to run through here. Um, Second ago. Oh, by the way, uh, crack in lower leg four to seven weeks Oof. reporting Chris Lowe. So 
said they might alter the timetable once he begins rehab next week, but that is right now four to seven weeks for a, quote, crack in the lower leg per Jimbo. wonder who their third-team quarterback is because, man, you got to be careful now. Well, and that you dude get down a quarterback. I know he was thrust into action and wasn't expecting it, but eighteen of thirty nine for like one seventy. I mean, it was it was rough. He had a really good fourth quarter. Before that, it was he an did. absolute. He train made a couple wreck. really good throws there because they just kept kind of coming late. I mean, I, I I I always want to make fun of A and M, and it's really easy to make fun of them in this game, but. It would have been kind of easy to lose that game, and they they bucked up pretty good that it last eight minutes tremendously. I mean, that Colorado's offense sucked, so they had as many chances as they needed. They to. kept getting the ball. Yeah, a decent team runs you out of the yard, and you can't come back from two and a half scores down. And oh the game no, over. no. I mean, it's 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 night night. Yeah, that's true. Colorado's not good. I mean, offensively, they are abysmal. Just awful. Inexcusably bad, frankly. Yeah. Schematics, everything. I mean, you would think they could recruit to Boulder too. Like, it seems like a place where it'd be kind of neat to play. I've never been to Boulder, but I've seen all the pictures, and it looks like a really cool place. People love Boulder. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like people maybe rave the best about mascot it. in sports. I know that doesn't get football players, but it's still cool. It is a great mascot from a branding standpoint. Colorado's I mean, freaking got a, Buffalo. They got I mean, it going come on. Come on. I mean, Ralphie might be the best mascot in, in, in the country. They have, it's a new Ralphie this year. Is it? It's, so, it's still young. Is he small? It's smaller. Okay. I mean, it's still a buffalo. I mean, I still wouldn't want to get in front of it, but yeah. Because, like, your your Rushmore is Ralphie, Bevo, Mike, and then somebody else. Is it Ugga? <laughs> Even though I'll be honest with Ugga. It's just a dog. The way they've inbreeded to that dog, like, I almost just kind of feel bad for everybody involved now. Well, like, they don't, they don't I, I have a certain. I have a certain just distaste for the whole operation now with that. Yeah, I think I agree. I it's, feel like those three are easy, and then it's it, – Who is the fourth one? I mean, I still think the country would say Ugga because of, like, its high moments. I mean, you know, they're all buried in the mausoleum right there at, at Sanford Stadium, and you got the one that wore the tux next to Herschel at the Heisman Trophy ceremony and yeah. all the different things. I mean, but – I like Butler's Bulldog a lot, too. With his big ass bone, yeah, yeah. Butler's bulldog's good. I mean, I, 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 I'll, I'll agree. I mean, that's. But live mascot, I, I don't know. I'm. Shut up! It's not Reveille. I know, and no, I, I hate that dog. It's not, it's not a damn collie. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you will show reverence to the collie. I know. I mean, you think Ross has to salute the collie? How does that work? <laughs> What's the how, how do you how, how do, do you, you think Ross's right? thought bubble is when they're like, "Hey, you got to salute the damn dog." <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I know this is stupid, but um, <laughs> I loved it when he was like, "I'm not doing the thumb up right." I'm like, "Oh, for the love of God!" I bet there was like an orientation. Well, he did. He got scolded yeah. on online when he didn't do the thumbs up correctly. Well, Texas likes their hand signals. Everybody got the hand signals. I, I mean, TCU, Tech, A&M, Texas, everybody got the hand signals. <laughs> That's one of the funny things last week was just every person doing the, the horns down. You know, the Big 12, that's a penalty. I'm like, good luck with that in the SEC, boys. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to tell you, but. Got to sack up a little on yeah, that one. <laughs> you're going to have to get a little bit tougher because everybody's horns downing you and you become a rival. And they get sensitive about that. Like, oh, you can't do that. I'm like, Phew. why? 
I don't. Why know. does it matter? I mean, take that, take that to Baton Rouge and see see what happens. And you're like, hey, we would really appreciate it if you wouldn't do that. Yeah, well, it hurts our feelings. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it's one of the few ways that, that they won the game, but we all knew Tom Herman was fired when he openly mocked Drew Locke after Missouri was doing the horns down thing in that bowl game. That was okay. You're, yeah, you're too sensitive. You're, you're losing your mind over an opposing quarterback in a bowl game right now that no one else cares about other than these two teams. Yeah, the, Chill. the only this was not why Texas hired you. The only other people watching this are college football junkies. Junkies are insomniacs. Are betters. Are betters. Or just yeah. drunk people. And, and he did the whole on. mocking Drew thing and all that. It's like, yeah, okay. come on, man. I mean, this comes from somebody who did make fun of Drew Locke a lot early in his career before he became an NFL quarterback. Uh, but it can't be for that. God, no. No, no. God, no. Does Ross get a class ring? You got you to go get there. an to honorary get class ring? I don't know. You feel like he would need one, right? I mean, if he's going to make the noise and stuff. I feel and like we need to get him back on the show. I got questions. <laughs> would he answer any of these questions on the show? Yeah, he... he, he the pre-show would be hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. show itself, not oh, so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have to watch House of Cards a lot? Just get it just right. Like, is that what you said? Was that? Did you practice, Ross? Did you, did, did you practice? <laughs> you got scolded for mocking Drew Locke? Yeah, his sister. Oh, that's was right. it was getting on me on social media about it. That's, I think it was his sister. That's right. Yeah, that is that is correct. Hey, real quick, I want to tell you, we're also brought to you by Alpha Specialty, 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They're your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it. At Alpha, it's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. Load trail, Hallmark cargo trailers. They can build game day trailers, concession trailers just for you as well. 601-932-9798 or alphaofms.com. And we're brought to you by Joey Erickson, Heron Gear Chevrolet. Let Joey help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevrolet vehicles or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. Just give Joey a call or text at 662-571-2367 or stop by 1685 High Street in Jackson. So we will uh, have a couple different shows for you tomorrow. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning. We'll go over Neil's picks. We'll look at some football stuff over the course of the weekend. This is a hard week of picks. Is it? The lines are awful. Awful. Like 30 and a half on Georgia and South Carolina. That's so many points. But South Carolina is bad. And can they even score? Like the Mississippi State-Memphis line? I mean, you can rack your brain on that one. Central Michigan getting 20 and a half at LSU. They played Missouri within ten. They're yeah. good. They're a decently coached team. Yeah, Michael Wayne's okay. I mean, but yeah, frankly, Ole Miss laying the fourteen is one tough. of the easier picks and of it's the still week. A hard game. Yeah, it's a hard game to determine. Forty-five twenty-four with Tulane for the with the ball with two minutes left. It's a problem. Oh, you could see Tulane backdooring their way into a forty-five thirty-one a and twelve it's point loss. Yeah, yeah, sure, something like that. So that hand raise guys tomorrow night plenty more at rebelgrove.com as the week moves on as well so hope all of you have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you again in the morning whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why i'm excited that unified healing is sponsoring podcasts on the blue wire network 
Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.